0: Welcome to the Fast Casual QSR Web and Pizza Marketplace Podcast.
1: Good afternoon and thanks for being with us today. I'm Mandy Detweiler, Managing Editor of NetWorld Media Group. Our podcast guest today is Winnie Tang, Director of Business Development at GiveX, a point of sale company for the hospitality industry. Winnie, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the company?
0: Sure, certainly. So, GiveX, we are a technology platform um, and we offer our clients a number of suite of products uh, from gift card and loyalty to point of sale um, and really help our our clients to engage with their customers um, in increasing revenue and their bottom line. And we are located globally, so we have um, clients in over 10 countries. Uh, worldwide okay well let's mm-hmm.
1: talk a bit more about the company's operations. How did the pandemic impact givex as a company, your service and products as well as your clients?
0: interestingly, you know givex um, became very resilient and we actually really thrived over the the course of this pandemic um, just up until march tw- 2020, GiveX had always been working in the office and it was just this month that we have announced that uh, a global remote work policy. Um, and so that's a major change. I've been with the company for about 15 years. We've only ever worked in the office. So it just proved we, we still thrived in a remote work environment. Um, we expanded. Uh, our team is now over 300 employees in 12 offices. We've Upgraded a lot of our internal communications now, Um, and then a huge one is we went public on the TSX here in Canada and the OTC in the U.S. And um, that was a a huge achievement and quite rewarding just to see the fruits of our labor um, in going public. In terms of our products and services, so we launched... um, a couple of, of, of different services um, for example we now have an offering called givex pay and so now we are offering our clients um, payment processing although we always remain payment agnostic it's just another option for our clients that they want a one-stop shop so to speak in in managing everything through one vendor um, we we brought on some significant clients um, in terms of gift and loyalty um, and point-of-sale chain and then we also, some th- major milestones of three acquisitions. Um, we brought on a POS reseller uh, in, in Switzerland, um, a North American IT services uh, POS installer, and also a loyalty company. So we, um, we've really quite uh, achieved quite a bit um, and, and it's been quite a, a journey and, uh, and quite rewarding just to see how we, we adapted really. In terms of our clients, now, a lot of our clients are, are in the um, hospitality industry. So restaurants, resorts. So certainly they struggled, um, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. So, um, you know, w- with the opening and closing and so on. So we helped our clients in, in um, easing some of that burden in offering some COVID relief packages that we had, um, as well as helping and deferring payments as well.
1: What are some specific ways restaurant clients adapted their operations over the past two years as it relates to technology?
0: Yes. Um, so that's a great question. I think the quickest thing I think, you know, and this goes not only just in terms of restaurants, but um, retailers, any sort of service and product was sh- every sh- everything shifting online. So even, you know, restaurants and clients that were thinking about bringing things online, they immediately, you know, whether that be launching a mobile app, um, you know, offering and selling uh, their products, services and items um, and allowing online ordering through a mobile app, um, contact us payment. Uh, several of our dine-in clients they they started offering patios and just all sorts of creative ways to really bring in customers and still have them um, experience the, the whole having the dine-out experience. So uh, we were uh, deploying lots more wireless tablets. So you know with 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 access points. So really allowing servers to just be outside to still um, abide by the the regulations that were happening at the time, um, but still being able to to uh, bring in customers. Um, A lot of them working with a lot of the third-party delivery companies. So Uber Eats, DoorDash, Skip the Dishes, Ritual, and so on. Um, So GiveX, we had really fast-tracked a lot of our direct integrations. We already had had several of them, but um, really fast-tracked those. So now our clients could even offer more exposure and and have their brands and their concepts out there for customers to order from through a lot of the third parties uh, as well.
1: What are some of the consequences or changes that GiveX is seeing in the way their restaurants are doing business?
0: Kind of along the same lines as, you know, speaking about the online ordering. So now, you know, and and you and I, we may experience some of this when we're dining in restaurants, but now um, electronic menus. So uh, GiveX has an online mobile app and what it allows is you can scan a QR code um, it brings them to the menu and then allows the clus- the guest while they're in the restaurant to be able to uh, to order the food um and down to paying for the check and it's completely contactless um so you know it's really sort of minimal um engagement with the server so to speak um but more sort of focused on uh the the product or the dishes so we 're finding a lot of our clients really focusing on the kitchen the back end I mean you can see um, the service industry the labor is, it had really taken a hit because so many people have left because there just wasn 't reliability in terms of work hours and so on so now that people are opening up and dining so so they have um, imp- deployed what 's called we givex has a, a kitchen display system um, and what it does is it allows. The orders that are firing from the point of sale to go to a screen and it and it really sort of talks through the back of the house, uh, you know, cooking instructions, Um, you know, it can communicate between different stations by just sort of uh, a touch screen and and firing orders and being able to prepare and show which which orders are takeout, which ones are dine in. Um, So it helps them to be really organized. So another one is, is automation. So again, along the same lines, I don't know if, if, um, and this could really apply global or sorry, nationally, but here in Toronto, for example, um, the labor is very diverse. So you're coming from across different nations and so on. And sometimes a lot of the cashiers they're uh, they're finding lines like some of our, my, my clients have been telling me the lines are, are long because sometimes there's uh some of the miscommunications or not clarity on the ordering and so what they've deployed is what's called our self-ordering kiosks so what that does is it's just really and you you see these in the mcdonald's and the tim hortons and so on and the customer can just go place the order they can customize it and you don't have a lot of the hindrance um, of miscommunication or any errors and then what are our our clients are doing is they're focusing on staff in the back of the house, so how to prepare the foods, get it ready for the driver, for the delivery, Um, so it's really shifting to sort of more of this takeout delivery model in some sense.
1: How are GiveX restaurant clients engaging with their customers to get them back into their establishments?
0: We actually conducted a survey this year, and we polled uh, 1,500 Canadians, and we wanted to find out more about um, over the course of of the pandemic, what is now motivating them to dine out and also just their comfort level with technology. And, A huge percentage had said it's promotions like buy one, get one free, special offers, coupons, those sorts of things would most likely incentivize them to go out. I mean, now inflation um, with high costs and so on, people are a little more hesitant. So when you have an incentive... With um, with a you know sort of a special offer, also a loyalty program that you know you're going to get something with repeat visits. Um, these are the sorts of things that our clients are now offering a lot more coupons. We're working with them on that way. We we have um, a coupon engine. It's all incorporated within our point of sale system, uh, and so that that's one way they're really engaging and and getting them back. Of course, the online piece, mobile app ordering. Um, um, that's huge. It was interesting from that survey that it was about over, more than a quarter of the participants said they actually pr- prefer not to engage with the server and just be able to have, be able to look at the menu, order, customize their order and do that all by themselves. So it's really interesting how the market's really uh, trending a little a little differently these days. What makes
1: us unique or distinct in the restaurant tech industry from some other vendors?
0: You know we're one of the last standing if you will solely stored value processors i mean now givex is a huge platform so we don't just do gift and loyalty and stored value processing but that's that's where we came from um everything was was built and and developed in house it was proprietary Uh, and so from learning with our clients and, and partnering with them over the years We came from a different path where we then deployed our point of sale system. Uh, And so what's ended up happening now after now we're 23 years old is we have now a whole suite of products that really are fully end to end. So a lot of our clients don't have to deal with multiple vendors. They can just deal with one that has a fully integrated suite. So integrations and using third parties and those sorts of things that can sometimes be obstacles are, are no longer... Um, impeding that and they can really grow and expand. Um, I think another distinguishing um, factor about us is, you know, as I I talk to prospects and and the market really, is um, we really take a partnership approach. Um, We don't like to view ourselves just like as a vendor, but really a partner. So I know for myself and, and my colleagues, we really sit down with our clients and say, okay, what are some of your objectives? What do you want to achieve? What are you maybe having? What are some pain points you're having right now? If you come over to GiveX, let's let's work with you. And then we're very transparent. We're going to say, here's the functionality we don't have. Um, we may need to do development with that. Um, and so really, we 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 want to look long term, um, and we've always been very flexible in being um, a customed, customizable platform, if you will. So each Industry and we service them all, from retail sector to to hospitality. Um, they each have their own. Needs And so we've done so much development over the years to really custom specifically to their industry. It's not, so I know for me, whenever I sell to a client, it's never, this is what we have and then that's it. Um, it's, you know, we'll take what we have and let's see if we can tweak it or customize it to really um, suit your needs and, and meet your objectives. So those are just some of the distinguishing um, factors that make us a little unique in the market.
1: Okay, you mentioned yeah. What are some of the biggest pain points that you see from clients when they're coming to you?
0: That's a great question. I'd say with pain points, um, kind of going back to the fact that the point I mentioned earlier is they often say – you know, we wanted to, we want to bring on this third party. We want to integrate and have the ability to work with them. But our current vendor um, is is closing the door and saying that's not possible. Uh, so that's often one incentive. And that's why often many clients that do come to GiveX, they seldom ever leave, if, if ever. Um, another one will be, they've actually, this is interesting in the gift card industry, is the Often, credit card processors had offered gift card as a secondary product, and more and more over the years, it's trending where they're getting out of gift card technology. All of their R and D is now they want to focus and invest in just payment processing. So they come to a GiveX and they said, "You know, actually, you referred. They're not even processing anymore. So it's 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 actually just the limitation of of and um, offering the service, if you will." Uh, Often in the point of sale area, uh, it's scalability. So some of the point of sale systems out there, they are very good for sort of a mom and pop shop. Um, You know, it's cost effective. They're just getting their business going. But then as some of these chains are growing, um, they're very successful. They want to franchise out some of the um, aspects like back end reporting. Being able to from one report, they um, they want to be able to see across all their stores, and and it sounds simple, but some of the vendors out there they they don't they don't have uh, a robust uh, back end house back of the house tool, whereas GiveX has done that over the years through gift and loyalty. Our reporting is quite extensive, so the enterprise capability was already built in there, and then they all kind of already see how they're doing within one report and they're not having to log into like five different logins um, to see how they're doing chain-wide. So those are some of the really common pain points that I've I've come across.
1: Okay, what's new in loyalty rewards programs right now?
0: Loyalty rewards. Um, I'd say a lot now is um, rewarding with the product. Um, A lot of the time before what was common was, was maybe loyalty money. So, uh, Points is still very common and, and probably it most simple for um, consumers to understand. So collect points and then you redeem. So the, before, a lot of the idea was, okay, you hit a threshold of loyalty dollars and then you redeem the dollars. And some of the challenges there were with sort of sheetment and liability and, and, and managing loyalty dollars and reporting on that versus gift card dollars. So now a lot of what we're doing with clients is – you hit a threshold of points, but that points will just automatically convert to a free cup of coffee, um, a free appetizer. Uh, it could even be a, a $10 gift card. And so it's, it's a lot of SKU based item rewards versus um, just, just compensation or, or credit towards an order. Also, huge now is uh, not even having a card anymore. People just have virtual accounts, so just sign on to an app. So it's just go to your phone, sign up an app. You, you don't even have any exchange of cards. So a lot of our clients now don't have to fork out the extra cost of paying for plastic cards. Um, so it's sort of a virtual number, if you will, that they have. And so they can earn that, let's say they're pl- they're placing a, an order online, for example, a restaurant. Now they can earn points right away and redeem rewards all through one app. So that is almost an expectation out in the market is a consumer expects that almost uh, from from any uh, restaurant that they're dining at or ordering or from.
1: Okay, well, I think that does mm. it for us today. Thank you for being with us.
0: Yeah, no problem. It was a delight. Thank you for having me.